Okay, we're going to um, learn a fascinating explanation of Hasidus on a very peculiar medrash. You really see through this idea how Hasidus gives such depth and profound meaning to things that sound like they can't have meaning. It's just, just amazing. The medrash gives a parable to explain the meaning of the flood. The parable goes like this. There was a king, and the king had a, a palace, and he had in his palace people who were deaf and mute. And they couldn't uh, praise the king in a regular way. They just would, like, move their fingers and, like, you know, like, go, king, you know? And uh, so the king thought, if this is what deaf people can do, can you imagine what regular people could do? So he brought regular people into the palace and the regular people come in the palace and they say, this is our palace. What, what are you doing here? So instead of the regular people praising the king, this is our palace. So what did the king do? The king said, okay, let's bring this back. Let's bring this back the way it was before and let's bring back the, uh, the deaf people again. So the Medr says that in a similar way, when God created the world, there was, uh, the world was covered with water. And then God gathered the waters and revealed dry land. They put people on the dry land and they acted not so nicely. So therefore the Hashem said, let's bring the world back to water. That's what the Medr says. Now, the obvious thing that this medrash seems to uh, contradict a fundamental thing is that the purpose of the flood on the surface was to uh, to destroy the world to destroy the world instead the medrash says that the, the purpose of, of the flood was to express the praise of hashem it's about god's praise it's the water was there before and god made the world and the water praised hashem what does that mean and now hashem wanted to do something else and he gathered the water and didn't work. So he brought it back to where it was before. And uh, I mean, the, the simple meaning of the flood was to destroy the world. So there is a teaching of the Alter Rebbe in Torah or this week. Um, just a uh, pitch, Mr. Shem, on Monday and Thursday, God willing. Newman's back. Mr. Shem is going to teach Torah or uh, Mr. Shem. Anyway, so in Torah or this week, it says that the flood was for, was like a mikveh. It was for 40 days, it was for 40 nights. And just like a mikveh is only kosher if it has 40 measurements of water, so too the, the purpose of the flood wasn't only to destroy the world, it was also to purify the world. That's why Hasidus says that there were no um, rainbows before the flood because the world wasn't, uh, the clouds were too dense for the light to reflect or refract through the uh, through the clouds, and only after the flood, where the water was, where the, where the world was purified, did now the clouds lose that grubka, that that density, 
and they're able to reflect the light of the sun and create a, a, a rainbow. So the Al Rebbe's teaching does tell us that the purpose of the flood wasn't just to destroy, it was also to purify. But the Medish says something different. The Medish says that the water itself praises Hashem. The water praises Hashem. The water was there before and the water was brought after. What, what does that mean? So to understand this, we have to first talk a little bit about the difference between creatures of the ocean and creatures of dry land. Creatures of dry land, we learned in Parshish Bracious, they're created from the dry land. Hashem, just like Hashem made Adam, he took the earth to make Adam, so too all creatures of, of dry land, they come from the dry land. Creatures of the ocean, they are created from the ocean. Hashem, from the water itself, they, Hashem created the various creatures of the ocean. That's why the halacha is, the Gemara says, you're allowed to, if you, when you go to the mikvah, if you use the ocean, the mikvah, let's say somehow you would dip into the eye of a fish, would it be kosher? The halacha is it's kosher. Why? Because part. Huh? Part of it. it's part of the ocean. Very good. Since it comes from the ocean, it's considered like the ocean. So, so the meaning of, of, of creatures of the dry land, they may come from the dry land, they're not inside, they, they don't stay there. Creatures of the ocean, they stay in their source. They stay attached to their source. So in a similar way, because like there are creatures that are attached to their source, so too, there is a, uh, a similar idea when we talk about Hashem creating the world. There are worlds where there's a sense of Hashem is all there is. That's, how, that's, what, the, that's what everyone in the world feels that Hashem made. All there is is Hashem, nothing else. They, they, they're submerged in their source. Not just they come from Hashem, everything comes from Hashem. But they're like creatures of the ocean, they're submerged in their source. Our, our prayers are compared to a ladder. So in the ladder, there's four steps. First part of the, of the ladder is Maidani, acknowledge Hashem. Then you speak about Baruch Shomar, the second stage where you speak of the greatness of Hashem in the world and the old and the young and all kinds of people and all kinds of preachers praise Hashem. Then you go to the third step, the blessings of Shema and Shema, where you think about the truth of Hashem and the oneness of Hashem. And then you come to Shemana Esrei. Shemana Esrei, you don't speak anymore. Out loud. You say, Hashem opened my lips. Why do you say Hashem? Why do you say Hashem opened my lips? Because you're next to the king. Next to the king, you lose your sense of self. There's no more being outside and talking about the king. You're in front of the king. Why are you talking? So that, um, those four steps of davening correspond to the four worlds. Atzilus, It's a ladder. We start off on this world. And through the davening, we ascend to the highest world, to the world of Atsilus. And when we get to the world of Atsilus, so that's where we cannot speak anymore. That's similar to what the Mendes says, that the, wa- the world was covered with water. The world was covered with water, meaning that there's no sense of self anymore. So that causes praise to Hashem. When a person loses himself to Hashem's reality, and he just feels the presence of Hashem, like in the world of Atsilus, that is an expression of the praise of Hashem. All there is is the king. It's, it's, it's great. So Hashem said, well, if creatures, which have no sense at all of themselves, they praise Hashem, wouldn't it be a greater praise of Hashem if there were people who could speak, people who weren't mute? In other words, let's take away some of the light of Hatsilus. 
And let's bring the world to a state where there isn't, let's create a world, let's create a reality where, the, where there isn't such a vivid perception, a clarity of the truth of Hashem. And let's see what, if that, how people praise Hashem on their own, with their own understanding. There's an advantage in that. What's the advantage? When, 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 when you're in the world of Atsilus, so your praise of Hashem is a lot greater. It's a much greater praise of Hashem, but it's all because of Hashem. It's because of Hashem's light is shining on you. Versus when you're in this world and you're trying to praise Hashem on your own, it's coming from you, from your understanding. So there's an advantage in both, but there's also a disadvantage. Disadvantage is, as Madras says, that when a king put the regular people in the palace, what did they say? They said, it's our palace. So something, something is lost by the king hiding his light and, it, and the king creating a reality where you don't feel the presence of the king as much. What's lost is, is that there's a chance for people to use their minds in the wrong way. In our lives, the water-like reality and the dry land-like reality are similar to our faith in Hashem and our understanding of the greatness of Hashem. Our faith in Hashem, our simple belief in Hashem, that's like the water. That's like, the, that, that there's, there's no sense, it's what Hashem gave me, Hashem gave me as a, as a Jew, I believe in Hashem, it's because of the light of Hashem in my neshama, therefore I know, therefore I know. That's, that's, that's the emun, that's, that's the water kind of reality. Then there is the other reality of my mind, my understanding. So Hashem says, I want there to be the people who understand Hashem's truth on their own, not just because of my light. But what about the danger? So what Hashem did was, He covered the world with water again. What that means is, Hashem purified the world in a way, so it wouldn't, there wouldn't be that risk and that danger anymore of people forgetting about Hashem completely. Although Hashem is telling us to use our mind, because the flood purified the world, so now it, it's possible for us to, uh, to use our mind and use our heart to appreciate Hashem's greatness. Before the flood, the, if, if you, people used their mind and, and they, were, they went the wrong, wrong, wrong direction because the world wasn't purified enough. It was sort of like, uh, there could be a world which is non-kosher and there could be a world which is um, tariff, tariff. Before the flood, the world was more in the realm of, let's say, the intellect, the intellect logically tells us that Hashem made the world. That's what the intellect tells us. That, that's, that's logical. Hashem made the world. That's, that's a lo that logic dictates that there's a source. But although logic dictates that there's a source, logic could also be said, say the opposite. Before the flood, the, the world wasn't purified and it was, it, was more, uh, it was more earthy. It was more coarse. And therefore, was, it, people gravitated to say, things which are ridiculous, that ah, we're here, this is our palace. What the flood accomplished was that the world became more pure. And now it's, it's, it's easier for a human being to recognize Hashem with his mind. So, so Hashem wants it to be four parts of that. Hashem wants us to have that atzilus part, the part which is covered with water. Hashem also wants us to dive in with our own mind. He wants that part of the dry land. 
the goal is, or the goal of flood was, is that even when we're in that realm of, of sense of self, we should also have that connection to our faith in Hashem. The Rebbe Hashab said that even those people who are intelligent nowadays, they have to put their minds aside and go after simple faith in Hashem and not to veer the tiniest bit to the size of the point of a yud away from the Shulchan Aruch, away from the Code of Jewish law. It's, it's not a time when intellect is the uh, most important thing in our lives. Our mind isn't the most important, but at the same time, we have to also, we also have other parts of the avenue. We're also meant to try to understand the greatness of Hashem as well. It's not only about, uh, we're, not, we're not meant to only believe. Hashem also wants us to use our minds as well. It's not, we can't base our lives on our intellect, but Hashem wants us to also learn about the greatness of Hashem as well, to learn Tanya, to learn this. So that's what Mashiach is about. Mashiach says when Mashiach will come, it says the world will be full of the knowledge of Hashem, like water covers the ocean bed. So what's that, what, what does that mean? On the one hand, there'll be earth, the creatures of the earth. There'll be a reality of where there's a sense of self, where there's an identity. It's not the world of Atsilis. It's our own mind, our own understanding, our own feelings. But despite the fact that it's going to be a reality of, of where there's a sense of self, the water will cover, the, the, the world will be full of the knowledge of Hashem, like water covers the earth. Like water covers the ocean bed. Just like in the ocean bed. You look at the, at, at, at the ocean, what do you see? Only see water. So too, Mashiach will come, although there'll be a sense of self, but it, it won't be the, a sense of self in a way where our minds are going off and not getting the truth of Hashem. Like Rabbi Hashab said, it's not a time to use your mind because the world is, is, is in a state where there's a lot of darkness. Mashiach comes, the water will cover the earth. The knowledge of Hashem will cover the earth like water covers the ocean bed. It means that our sense of self, our, our logic, understanding, be permeated with our faith in Hashem. So that's the meaning of the Medrash. Medrash says, first Hashem created the world and it was covered with water. Then Hashem gathered water together and, and there was a challenge. People said, it's our palace. So what did Hashem do? He covered the world again with water. What, what this means is that First, the reality was Hashem made the world. So all there is is Him. Then Hashem hid that reality and created a reality where we felt separate as a separate entity from Hashem. That caused problems. So Hashem brought in the world this purity that the flood brought to allow us to exercise our understanding and our appreciation of things with our, their own mind. And yet, for not to be something that, that takes us away from the praise of Hashem, but the opposite, that we praise Hashem with our intellect, with our understanding as well, as it will be when Mashiach will come, when the knowledge of Hashem will flood the earth like water covers the ocean. Isn't like uh, we don't see, they told you not to see TVs, not to see movies. So this way you have to create uh, a space uh, of purity. Yeah. So, that's Hashem, same thing as Hashem did when he flood the earth to make it uh, a place of more, purity. Yeah, so it can be more easy. Uh, yeah, decide, right? sounds, it's, 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 it's a similar idea. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah, great day, everybody. Let's go. Okay, let's get going.
because in both we, both ideas is about creating a space which is just pure, just pure. 